Hello everyone, welcome back to yet another episode of the In Alignment podcast and today is with you again, me, Canny, your host. And uh, wherever you're listening to us or watching us, whether on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Podcast, thank you for doing all the things to help us spread the love, spread the positivity, sharing and liking and giving us feedback and um, yeah, so... Um, in today's episode, I'm kind of, yeah, this is going to be, I don't know, a little bit of story time maybe, or just a realization I had the other day. And so, you know, if you're not following us on IG, let me just premise this episode by saying I, the, at the beginning of this month, I started this 45-day uh, challenge, so just like two, two days ago, a few days ago. And um, so basically, this is a challenge that I want to bring people together that want to change, that want to work on something in their lives. Um, could be something that they're unhappy about, could be something they just want to explore, whatever that is for each and every one of you, um, something that you just want to change. So if you're not following us on IG yet, please go ahead and follow us join the tribe join this group challenge and um i will leave all the all the information basically in any and every description where i'm posting this but anyway so back to the challenge so i started i did one i want to say back in summer where my goal was basically to see any you know any shadows that i needed to work on to see what my psyche was still holding on you know maybe some things that were still kind of hindering me from my or hindering my growth or hindering me from doing the things that I actually want to do just to observe my thought patterns and the ones that are not condu conducive to something that you know that that I don't want to do and um, so my way of doing that because personally I don't have like I don't have stress in my life I don't have any particular pain I don't have anything that I really struggle in my life and maybe that is my struggle Sometimes it is, you know, um, sometimes I need, I need pressure, you know, and for me, one of the ways that I've, that I've observed or something that works for me is working out because when I work out, I, you know, that voice really comes in, you know, it's like for anything like, or anybody, when you're under pressure, that's when you kind of see, you can really see, you know, these shadows that you have, like these thought process or thought patterns that, are no longer relevant to your life that you're still holding on to or that you still have, right? So for me, yeah, so for me, it's really working out. So I decided that for my challenge, 90 day challenge, I would run every day. So my goal was not to become a runner, although like my main goal was not to become a runner, a long distance runner, although that was also part of my goal. Like I want to incorporate more running into my routine because I don't know, I've been feeling like my body wants to move my body wants to move differently actually in the last i don't know since summertime like now i have these thoughts of ooh, i want to go out for a run but because i have this story that i'm not a long distance runner you know i will stop myself from going on a long on a longer run and just like doing sprints because that's what i love or that's what my story says so with this um with this challenge the one thing that i have observed 
was that, you know, there's still this tendency of whenever I want to do anything or like, I don't know if I'm putting an event together or something that requires discipline, my ego, my conscious mind goes into these states and it's like, it, it goes into avoidance, you know? And the way that it goes into avoidance, it obviously wants to keep me, you know, in a comfortable zone. And that comfortable zone to me looks like, hey, you know, you're tired. You didn't feel like you're not feeling that great. You know, today is gray. Today is too sunny. Stay inside. Or, you know, you really don't want to do that. It's like, oh my God, if you become disciplined, then you're going to become like your dad. We don't like your dad. Like, no, who wants to be like your dad? Nobody wants to be like your dad. And all these things, you know, that are not even true anymore, right? Or maybe not true at all, right? And so I had to overcome that. But I also had to overcome the idea that now I needed to be an early riser because my story, again, the story that I have created, says that I am a night owl. I do not function during the day or like especially in the morning right after sunrise. You know, we don't do that. So through that, I also want through that challenge, I also wanted to be more flexible with time and not be bound in what I do or how I do things or how I operate in this world. No, not to be bound by time and say that, you know, there's certain things I can only do um, if it's like early or if it's like late or in the afternoon. I ultimately want to be to just flow, right? Whatever needs to be done can be done and achieved and completed in due time, in perfect timing, whatever that time it is, you know, whether it's like 2 a.m., whether it's like 9 p.m. or like 6 or 7 a.m., whatever that is, right? And so through that 90 day challenge, I overcame that. I reconditioned that. I rewired my brain to now be like, okay, I can actually wake up early in the morning and be functional, you know, without a need of a nap later or without any, like still be energetic, you know? And, um, so there are a few things that, that, that for me, I found that worked. And one of the first things that I do now, and even till now irrespective of the time I wake up, it's uh, a cool to a cold shower. Now, wintertime is upon us. And so, you know, I don't take a cold shower because I also don't like sleeping with a heater on. So when I wake up, it's already cold in the house. So now I take a cool shower instead of a cold shower. And I feel like, you know, as I'm talking now, as I'm hearing myself, I'm like, oh, that's probably the next step for me, taking a cold shower whilst my apartment is still cold. But anyways, so taking a cold shower for me was something that helped me um, snap out of the dream world and get into the physical world because that shock that your body feels when you're like first thing in the morning when you're waking up and taking that cold shower, it's real. You know, I can't talk about the whole science behind it. I know there is science about like around it. Um, but I'm not a science person, so I can only tell you and share what my experience is. So for me, it's uh, enough of a shock that it just snaps me out of the dream world, wakes me up, I feel refreshed and slightly traumatic. And so with that, you know, I had to learn how to breathe properly and bre- breathe through the, um, like whilst I'm in the shower, breathe through the, 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 the motion of it so that it doesn't become exactly like it doesn't become a a traumatic event for me 
And so then after that, um, I wanted to, I started, I repicked or rekindle my yoga practice. Um, and that helped me just kind of prepare my body now. It's like, you know, my physical and, and mental body are now kind of like aligned because we're up and we know that, you know, the day has started. But now I want to really prep my physical body, my mind, my spirit, my mental body, everything to align so I can start receiving, you know, everything that I need to do for the day on, you know, on every aspect of my being. And so, so the running, I did not stay consistent with the running because ultimately I wanted to do, so I wanted to wake up, have my yoga practice and then go for a run and then come back and work out and then do like anything else that I needed to do. So with that goal, there were multiple things that I had to rewire, recondition and, you know, address and assess. And I'm like, do I still need this? Do I still need that? Or can I change this? Can I transmute that? Or I need to overcome this? Or da, 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 da. So in the end, I would say that the, 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 the good things that came out of that was I really became more disciplined around my yoga practice. And I think that's probably the first time I've ever, yeah, I've, I've been that cons consistent with my yoga practice, which was interesting because, you know, in wanting to become a runner or discipline myself to become a long distance runner, um, I became more disciplined with my yoga practice, which was also a component in my life that I wanted to kind of ground and, 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 and make it a lifestyle for me because I know that it feels good and I, I could, and I have like, I could feel all the benefit from it. So yeah. So then with this 45 day challenge, it's just personally, it's like, you know, just like anything you want in life, you know, there's like a lot of repetition. And especially if it's not a part of you, you repeat it, you do it enough times that, you know, it becomes like second nature to you. Right. But in that repetition, it's like finding the, the motivation, finding the energy, finding the persistence, finding whatever will help you to support, you know, that that new download in a way. Right. And as we're doing that, we're also cultivating and we're also growing that muscle of, you know, taking on new things and, you know, discovering ourselves and discovering new aspects of ourselves and always like changing and growing and, you know, transmuting and overcoming and just like peeling one layer out, like one, one at a time. And so with this 45 day challenge for me, again, it's like, I just want to go a bit deeper a bit further and see how much I've come, like how far I've come and how much more I still need to dig or how much more I still need to change. And, um, and then, yeah. And then see if this time I'll become a long distance runner, you know, on a, on a, on a daily basis or like have that practice more into my life and, 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 and make it more into a lifestyle. So I took a few notes here because so yesterday was, the second day of the challenge or the, the, the second day. Yes. The second day of this challenge. And, uh, a funny thing happened to me and I had a, a great realization and it really comes down to what I like to say, like the way that you do one thing is the way that you do everything. And 
these thought patterns sometimes can be so insidious or so subtle that we don't realize that they're repeating themselves in different forms, right? And that's why to me, it's so important to be proactive in finding these things or in exploring ourselves because it's really a trickle effect, a ripple effect, a ripple effect, not a trickle effect. And um, so with this one, I decided that I would give myself a bit more space. So instead of running every day, uh, my goal is to run four times a week. So yesterday, obviously, I wake up and the first challenge of the day, as I'm waking up, my thoughts are uh, already like running wild. And it's like, oh, I'm feeling tired. Today is gray. I don't want to go out. I want to stay inside. Oh, I didn't sleep well. Oh, I think my back might be hurting. Maybe I should stay in bed longer. Da 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 da. And I know how my ego works. We have these conversations all the time. So I give space to my ego. I give space to my conscious mind to run wild without being attached to its story. And just like, it's almost to me like I'm, I'm talking to this little child you know, and, um, and I just let it express itself. I don't repress it, you know? So she's going about all these things. I'm like, yeah, okay. Okay. And then she goes, you know, I'm hungry. Feed me. I, I, I need to eat. And I'm never hungry in the morning. Like it's really rare, rare that I'll be hungry in the morning. And I'm like, okay, let's get you some food. But as this whole conversation is happening or this dialogue is really happening, I'm having a conversation with um with this aspect of myself and i'm saying to her you know just to reassure her i'm like okay well listen nobody forced you nobody's forcing you to do your yoga nobody's forcing you to uh to go out for a run like if you don't want to do it that's okay i'm just saying maybe we want to try to see how it feels and Maybe you might enjoy it. Maybe you might discover something new about yourself. You know, self-talk is so important. You never want to, well, for me anyways, I never want to force myself upon myself, you know, because then it's kind of like that type of language that I'm cultivating with myself. And I like to be gentle mainly because I used to not be gentle with myself and I've learned how to be gentle and, um, and then talk to myself in a way that I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I can entertain that idea. Well, you know, I don't really like this idea, but you know, maybe I could try it. I don't know. I'll give that a try. Maybe a little bit. I don't have to go all the way. So, you know, I remember like during the 90 day challenge, I would say to myself when I didn't want to go for a run, I'm like, okay, well, don't go out for a run. Just go and walk. You know, you don't even have to go down that forest. You can just walk around the block, like just do something. So this came back in this. Well, it's coming back in this challenge because now when I tell myself, like, you don't need to go outside and run, just go out for a walk. You know, there's no resistance towards the walk. So it's like, yeah, I actually want to walk like I want to. I love fresh air. So I'm like, yeah, I love. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go out for a walk. So. Yesterday, during the whole day, I'm observing myself and observing my thoughts and seeing like what I'm saying, how I'm feeling and and still talking myself, you know, to in a way that I, I, I'm trying to see, like, can I actually run or can I allow myself to go for this run no matter what time it is? Because the other story that I had was 
you know, I can only run first thing in the morning. If I don't run first thing in the morning, then that's it for the whole day. I can't do it in the afternoon. I can't do it in the evening. That's it. Like our, our, our day is done, you know? So, you know, as I'm talking to myself throughout the day, you know, and having like different conversations with this aspect of myself, you know, soon enough in the evening, I start feeling like, whew, I actually want to run, you know? Now I've downloaded that energy, that desire to run because I've downloaded all the positive feelings of wanting to go for that run. And so I finally did it and I went for a run and, you know, it was gloomy, it was wet, it was raining, it was cold. And I was really proud of myself that I actually did that despite the weather. You know, this was not the perfect condition that I would have wished for to go out for my run and I still did it and so I don't know how much time in it but I was pretty close to home I experienced for the first time a runner's high and it was so weird to me that I didn't realize it until I realized it and I was like oh hold on I need to stop now you know and and especially because I was home, like I was almost home when that kicked in, I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, so we've done the 30 minutes, like it's time to go home, let's just go in. But there was another side of me, there was like another feeling inside of me that was like, no, I want to keep going, I want to keep running, like this feels good, this really feels good. But I stopped myself, you know? And when I came back home, and I settled back into, you know, my, well, I settled into a med- meditation to see like what happened there, because this was like a new, this was a new awareness for me. I found out that there's an underlying fear of pleasure within my psyche, which was interesting because it's, it's like, I'm afraid of feeling ecstatic because that's one of the ways that, you know, my desire for control manifests itself or my fear of lack of control manifests itself. And so I started, you know, digging into my psyche and my subconscious mind, really, to see where, if there were any other places that I have, you know, I have manifested this fear. And so I found out that yeah, there was. And the first thing that came to me was my sexual experiences. And there were, I had a few, um, a few flashbacks, I guess, where I remember whenever I would feel, I would start feeling this like overwhelming energy of, I don't know, I, like, I can't even say if maybe it was like a type of orgasm if I'm, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it was like a type, one type of orgasm that I didn't fully allow myself to have or to experience because it came with such energy and such force that I was, that I was like, huh, I need to stop this. I don't know where this is going to go. I might lose control. I might be like overwhelmed and, you know, maybe I'm not going to be able to function. And so, so then I would stop that before it got too good. Right. And the other place that I, that I saw was um, with psychedelics. So with psychedelics, um, I've always been afraid of psychedelics 
until three years ago, until I had my first ayahuasca experience, because again, it's that energy of, it's, it feels like to me, and maybe everyone's experiences, like sexual experiences is not the same, obviously, but this is for me where it manifested itself. So with psychedelics, it felt like this thing, this thing is going to blast me into something that I'm unable to control. I'm going to lose my whole consciousness and I'm just going to be like floating around or I don't know what's going to happen to me. I don't know. Maybe I might explode and never come back. And this was the same fear that I had with, you know, like around aliens or the idea of aliens or the idea of, you know, other beings and other entities kidnapping me because I always felt like one day I might die in my sleep and people, you know, I used to be afraid of this. I used to be afraid that, you know, maybe an entity is going to kidnap me during my sleep and get me out of my body or I will be unable or, you know, I would come out of my body and not be able to go back into my physical body and just be floating around with my astral body and people thinking that I'm dying, but I'm not dead. I'm just floating around and for some reason I'm unable to come back into my physical form but it's not that I died per se you know it's that I got stuck in between dimensions and that used to bring me like so much fear because again it's like that uncertainty the unknown it's like I think somewhere is feeling the potential of your immensity and your ego realizing how small it is compared to your true being. And for some reason, there's a fear there because it feels like, you know, it feels like it doesn't have any space. And it feels kind of like intimidated by all that power and all that magic. And it feels like, you know, you might abandon it somehow, you know, and I started kind of meditating on that feeling and that fear and like to me it, it, it it's like there's so many injustices in the world right and sometimes the way that they manifest I think now they're you know we have a certain awareness that we can see where the ego manifests itself and I can understand why people some people would want to repress other people or dominate other people it's not that they have power it's not that they're powerful or maybe it may appear that that's what it is but the underlying energy behind it is the fear of the lack of power because it's that ego that recognizes it's the manifestation of that ego that recognizes the immensity of our being and for some reason it's afraid that it doesn't have any place, that it doesn't have any space, but you know, but it does have a space. So yeah, all of those things were very interesting for me to notice and to, you know, come into awareness and, and, and see how they manifested themselves. And so for me, the one thing, so now I've made a note and now I feel like not that it's a goal to have or to experience that run as high again, but when it comes, 
I'm just aware and I'm conscious, like I, I've made myself conscious enough or aware to just allow it to be and to kind of overcome that underlying fear of basically my own greatness. That's what it comes down to, you know? So for you too, I want to encourage you to see as you're listening to this, were, they, were there any visions that you had? Or did you have any feelings or any flashbacks? Or this, can you relate to what I'm saying? And if so, where are you blocking yourself from fully experiencing the immensity of the being that you are, you know? And, you know, for me, I, I, I always tell my ego, and it knows this, you know, we have this good relationship and um, I always talk to her and I'm like, you know, you always have space. I don't, I don't shut her down. I'm not trying to kill her. Like, you know how some people say kill the ego. I'm not about that life, you know. I want to be inclusive, really. And it's like you have your space. And if anything, you know, you can, you can also expand, you know. And that got me to think, like, what would our ego look like if, you know, if it evolved to a place where it's as immense as the source of all creation? Is that even a possibility? Is that where we're kind of going? Is that the whole purpose of this human experience? Like, I don't know. I don't know. But the idea of it is really, I don't know, it's really interesting to me. And it's kind of exciting to me, actually, you know? So, so I think my message for this particular episode is that I want to encourage you to see where you might be blocking yourself, where you might be blocking yourself from growing, from being happy, from being blissful, from, you know, maybe from pleasure, whether physical, emotional, mental, mental sexual, whatever it is. You know, where is this thought pattern in your own life? How is that manifesting? You know, do you even have this thought pattern? You know, and, um, and if not, I hope that, you know, if you don't have this thought pattern, I hope that this was like an enjoyable episode for you to listen to. It's always fascinating for me, you know? Anyways, so on that note, thank you. Thank you so much for your support wherever you're watching, listening to this. We really appreciate all your ongoing support and do what you got to do. You know, do what you got to do to help us grow, to come together, send us feedback, comments, message us, you know, engage with us. If you're not following us on our social medias, I will be linking them everywhere so that you know where to follow us, where to reach us. And I really hope to connect with you, you know. So once more, thank you so much, guys, with much love and ease. Take care.